I think I can start getting used to this just a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. <laughs> because I think it's weird how podcasting is basically, especially when you're doing it by yourself, is you talking to yourself just out loud um, with the hopes that somebody out there either thinks like you or has uh, something to say back. <laughs> so yeah, guys, welcome back to the Our Study Podcast. And today, to be honest, um, I wasn't actually going to record today because I am supposed to be going out very, very soon. And I'm still going out. Um, but I thought, let me quickly get these thoughts out of my head because I know that this will be another, you know, not scripted, um, not really thought about episode, which generally are the better episodes. Um, and that's because I guess you get the raw, authentic, unfiltered um, thought process of Ask Anu. So I was in the shower today, just obviously having a shower as shower, shower. <laughs> and I was thinking about um, body confidence and insecurities um, and where that even comes from. And it's crazy because I think yesterday um, my friend was showing me um, this girl that had like a BBL and I think obviously you know the algorithms on your phone and how Apple is tracking everyone down. Um, <laughs> a video came up on my YouTube suggested it was about a BBL or something like that. And I was like, this is insane. I can't believe this. So I watched the video and the girl was showing me like a clip of the aftercare room. And in the aftercare room, guys, there were so many young black girls. And obviously this is in America. So I wasn't surprised by the amount of black girls that were there, but I was surprised by the amount of people there full stop. Like, even if they were Latino girls, British white girls, Asian girls, I would still be shocked. And for me, the reason is because I personally feel like there's a lot of insecurity that goes into having surgery. And I'm not saying it as somebody who's secure. I'm saying it as somebody who has her own insecurities that I've been battling with for years. Like, I'm sure I started puberty when I was like five. <laughs> um, like, God blessed me heavily on the front. He didn't do too much on the back. <laughs> but I've been blessed in such a way that it is very evident. Like, I, I can't hide it. And you know, being well endowed on the front is something that I've always been insecure about to the point where I have considered, still considering having a reduction. Um, and that's just, that's just my honest thought process. You know, um, people always say, you know, wait till you have kids or wait for this or wait for that. But the honest fact is nobody has to live with my back pain. <laughs> Not even the husband that everyone says will enjoy the bosom and whatever. Um, like nobody else has to live with that. Um, but when I think about my insecurities, I think how far would I go before I thought, no, enough is enough. And when I look at these, because they are young women having these BBLs and these plastic surgeries and these enhancements and things like that, it just makes me so sad because I honestly ask myself, who exactly are they, we, us doing it for? And I know everybody will say, I'm doing it for myself, it's what makes me happy. But anybody that has more than one brain cell knows 
that once you've had one surgery or procedure, generally speaking, you will have more than just the one. You're not just going to have that one procedure. And for anybody who doesn't know, once you have a, um, like a boob drop, for example, almost by nature, you definitely get something else. And also, um, almost like by the contract that you sign or whatever, you're supposed to get that redone in like 10 to 15 years. Who's to say that for you? You'll be financially stable enough to get that same surgery again in 10 years. And that is because what they put into your body uh, doesn't actually belong there. <laughs> That's the honest fact. And I think the thing that people generally get away with when it comes to BBLs is that they say, oh, it's, you know, fat transferred from one area of my body to another area of my body. Um, but for those who don't know, um, a BBL is definitely up there with some of the surgeries that um, are high risk. And, you know, the fatalities are very, very, very great. <laughs> um, people literally fly out to get a BBL and don't come back. And I don't know how I could explain to anybody's mother, father, child, sister, brother, that I'm so sorry, but, you know, so-and-so didn't come back from their, you know, BBL surgery, um, because I guess they passed away or whatever. Um, and I know that people are like, yeah, but I know this cousin and that sister and that brother that's had it. And, you know, it's, it's just an interesting conversation that we are still having in this day and age um, where our insecurities are so high, we're resulting in surgery. And like I said, you know, I'm not talking from a place of privilege. I'm talking from somebody who has gone through her own you know, struggles, still going through her own struggles, still on this weight loss journey. I've been on a weight loss journey since I was about 10. Um, <laughs> so that is a good, you know, 16 years of being told that I'm, you know, overweight, I need to lose weight, you know, you can't be big all your life, you're not going to find a husband if you're fat, da, 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 da. like the insecurities and the, you know, what I've been told have definitely stemmed from somewhere. And I was never actually insecure as a child. I was never insecure as a child um, because I had an amazing family, had, still have an amazing family, amazing friends. Um, I was bullied-ish, but that wasn't because I was fat. That was because I was black. Um, but yeah, a lot of it came from, you know, <laughs> the unwarranted aunties. Um, <laughs> the un... The un the aunties that, you know, we didn't ask for their opinion, but their shot arrived. And it was always, what are you eating as they're poking your belly? You know, why are you wearing that as they're touching your sleeve? And you just think, you know, I'm actually 11. <laughs> um, and obviously, as you're growing up, you just think you're a big woman. You think you're a big woman. You think you're a big woman. But as I get older, even when I see, like, my friends or family, like, talking to the 11 and 12 year olds of today, which is our now like TikTok society, I always have to advise them, do not do it. Do not make somebody feel insecure about their weight when they are literally one years old, because it doesn't go anywhere. I feel like if people didn't pick on my weight so much growing up, I would probably be a lot slimmer and healthier now. Although as I'm talking, I'm at my healthiest in terms of internally, I don't look it, but I definitely am um, way healthier than I was before. Um, and that's because I used to go off of like fat diets. I'll be doing what, name it, I have, I've done it. 
Is it military diet? I've done it. Is it keto? I've tried it. Is it intermittent fasting? I'm doing it. <laughs> like soup diet, seven day smoothie, this, that. I've done every single diet under the sun. And that is because other people picked on my insecurities and made them bigger than they should be. And that's why for me, it's quite scary when we are in such a social media consumed society, especially for the young ones coming up, like, come on, the fact that literally 20 year old young girls are going to get BBLs is beyond my imagination. Like, I know what my body looked like at 21. I know what my body looked like at 22. And as I keep creeping into my 20s, I'm thinking my body has changed so much, just hormonally as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, Just, yeah, growing, your body changes, your breast might stop growing or your breast might increase um, in size, your bum might stop growing or your bum might increase in size. Like, hey, listen, it's only in the last year that my my hips have started widening. Like, <laughs> I never thought they would, but here we are. So imagine if two years ago I decided that I was going to go and get surgery to increase, you know, how my hips would be looking, not knowing actually that God's plan was for it to always increase in a certain way anyway. And obviously that takes me on to the fact that a lot of people say, you know, we should appreciate how God created us, which is spot on. I know obviously God did not create me eating cake and sweets. Um, (laughs) Definitely didn't do that. But I believe that God's plan for us is for all of us to be healthy and happy. And I feel like that's the question we have to ask ourselves is that are we really stewards of our body if we cannot take care of it how God wants us to take care of it? And I feel like when we look back on life or even if we look at our current lifestyle now, is it facilitating the body that we desire? And people will tell you, I've been to the gym, I've done this, I've done, I've done. Guys, these are not supposed to be seasons, they're supposed to be a lifestyle. Going to the gym, working out, drinking water, eating healthy, you know, having cheat days here and there, that's supposed to be lifestyle. It's not supposed to be momentary. The moment you get your BBL, you still have to work out to maintain it (laughs) because the honest fact is that fat will somehow dissolve into something else. Like it's not something that just stays as it is. It's something that needs to be worked on. And I feel like my question to the people that do go and get surgery and have enhancements and things like that is what do you need to work on on the inside in order for you to actually be happy before you work on the outside. And I think that's the space I had to get to before I started my weight loss journey, because when I first started my weight loss journey about four or five years ago, um, it was, the foundation was insecurity. The foundation was, I want to be slim enough for graduation. I want to be slim so that I can get a boyfriend. I want to be slim so that, you know, it was all things that, you know, really and truly would happen at some point, whether I was slim or not. Um, And I feel like that's why it never really worked out for me then. And the reason why it's working out for me now, I believe, is because my mindset has changed. Um, I believe that what I'm doing now is because God has entrusted me with this body here on earth. And I should be doing everything I can to maintain it. 
so that I can fulfill my purpose. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, how is God supposed to use me in certain ways if I'm always tired and sluggish because all I do is eat fast food um, and I'm never hydrated? <laughs> you know, how am I supposed to fulfill my purpose if all I do is, you know, binge on TV and YouTube videos and spend all my time on social media, um, just making me, I guess, just very slow and not really wise or have any knowledge you know, I, I feel like we have so much work to do internally um, before we focus on the external. And even as I was doing my makeup today, um, I was wearing, not was, I still am going to wear the top because this, as I'm talking, I'm realising actually, yeah, you know, these insecurities are so small and mundane and nobody else realises except for you. But I was doing my makeup and this top that I'm wearing, um, it was like there's a bit of back fat bulging like when I mean bulging I mean bulging <laughs> like it's proper bulging but the honest fact is I don't have another top to wear and I was gonna wear a shirt over it anyway um but it's the fact that I saw it and I thought oh my gosh that's so disgusting um but now my mindset has kind of changed to like you know why is it disgusting when you know it's something you're working on um and I think that's the problem is that we don't like the process we don't like the long process that we that we have to go through in order to get to a desired goal. Um, and there was something else that, you know, I had a thought-provoking moment the other day when it was like, I knew all oh, you're working out, eating healthy, drinking water, um, encouraging other people to do so, walking 20,000 steps, etc. What if this is your body for life? What if this is actually how God wants you to be? And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, is it now that I just stop and start eating what the heck I want? <laughs> and the answer is no, because I feel better inside. My body is working better. I sleep better. I eat better. I don't feel sluggish. I can do my long days without feeling like I need 65,000 naps. Um, on my days off, I can do things because I'm not so tired, because my body is more agile and it will continue to get agile if that's a word <laughs> you guys will learn that my English is very un-Englished um but yeah no my my body will keep getting healthier um by God's grace and I feel like it's important that that is the main reason why we want to do something as opposed to the vanities of this world and the vanities that we see on social media um don't get me wrong, I see girls with banging bodies and I'm like, boy, like, if that is the gym, I want to sign up to your gym. <laughs> um, but I know that that's not life. I know that that's not life. And it's really, really sad. And even when it comes to wearing makeup, I used to wear a lot more than I do now. Um, although now, you know, I've changed my technique, I've changed how I wear it, etc., etc. And even when I wear it, um, but I remember when I used to think I needed to wear it all the time is when I stopped wearing it all the time. And I said, I need to work on other things. I need to work on my skin, for example, um, which is now, I guess, in its prime. We thank God. Um, but it's important that I don't feel like I have to wear makeup all the time because that's an insecurity that I had, which was that if I don't wear makeup, I don't look presentable. Well, that's a lie. 
because at the end of the day, my facial features were designed and created and orchestrated in the hands of God. My face is a masterpiece. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that with a swollen head. I'm saying that with a heart of gratitude from the fact that the father can sit there and, you know, design my face to look such a way um, that brings him glory. And I think that's another thing we have to ask ourselves. Does what we want to do bring him glory? I mean, I've heard people say that they prayed about their BBL, but I honestly feel like if we sincerely, genuinely sat and prayed about the BBL, God would not tell us to do it. And I feel like the reason is because he would always find a work for us to do inside before we make that physical decision. And because of how high risk um, having these surgeries is, you know, I feel like he would always think that the best intention for his children would be to just be happy as they are because he is enough. So then the next question is, is he enough? Hmm. You have to ask yourself, <laughs> is he enough? I know, you know, you want to get this reduction, um, but is he enough in you first before you consider that? And the answer is probably no. If you're totally honest with yourself, you have to die to yourself every single moment in order for God to be enough. And do we die to ourselves enough? No. Um, no, we don't. We spend time with God in the morning. We might spend time with him in the afternoon. We might spend time with him in the evening. But the honest fact is we never see him as enough. And that is why we do these crazy things like having procedures um even to get like semi-permanent tattooed eyebrows you know what we call it now microblading and we say to ourselves like oh it's because we want our eyebrows to always be on fleek or whatever but what's to tell you that your natural state of your eyebrows is not fleeky or acceptable does that make sense i hope it does um (laughs) Because, I don't know, there's so many things that go through my mind when I think about insecurities and why we do what we do and how we do it. Um, And it's really sad, actually, because I know how insecure I have been as a person. Sometimes I just want to grab people, shake them up, tell them how much God loves them and how beautiful they are, um, regardless or without all of the enhancements. But it's hard. It's hard in a society where those people that are being praised and getting the most likes on Instagram and getting the brand deals and getting, you know, whatever it is that is going are all artificially enhanced, but are getting the most love and support. So we think, Um, you know, are you really going to get that brand deal if you're you know a size 20 plus like probably not or you are their token plus size babe do you know what I mean so I get it I get the insecurities I get where people are coming from and I totally understand that it's easier to say that you're not insecure than to actually be secure in yourself um but I honestly feel like it 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 starts from within um and that's where I'm going So I feel like the work definitely has to start from within. Why do you feel insecure about your weight, about your bum, about, you know, your features, about your nose, about your eyebrows? Why do you feel insecure about those things? Um, You have to ask yourself and then you have to ask to be delivered from that. 
because it's hard to live your life seeing your face, your body every single day and just knowing that if I could just get scissors and chop off my fupa, <laughs> um, you can't live that life. Do you know what I mean? You can't live that life but you and you can't be a slave to your physical appearance. You cannot be a slave to your physical appearance. That is borderline insanity and that's why for me I feel like my journey is unique in a sense where most people would have lost way more weight um in the time frame that I've started my journey I've I'm now almost what a year and a half into my journey um and I know people that yeah within three months they've lost 10 stone like congratulations to you um but I am not a slave to society's um standard of beauty I'm so sorry and I also have a very full-time job that is full-time physically emotionally mentally <laughs> and sometimes it, it, it takes me there spiritually like I'm I'm full-timing on this journey so I, I I can't be so fixated on you know losing weight that I forget that actually when I'm stressed generally speaking I'm looking for sweet things um although that's also my lack of discipline cough cough but we move <laughs> um but yeah, no, I, I'm not a slave to society's standard of beauty. I've accepted that now. Um, and I know that how I look at the moment it is not a hindrance to anything because I know that God's plan for me um, is good regardless of how I look. Because um, what God is actually looking for is people that are willing at heart and in the mind and in the soul, people that are available and obedient. And the question is, am I available and obedient? Those are the questions I need to be asking myself. I don't think God is going to dismiss me because I don't have a figure eight um, and because I'm not the prettiest girl in the in the girl band. <laughs> um, but I know that he would definitely choose me on the basis that I'm available. Um, and I don't know how I went from talking about BBLs to being available, but here we are. <laughs> here we are because I know that most times when I think of a topic... I always go from talking about something to ending up talking about making it into a sermon. But yeah, no, um, that's that's pretty much it for today. Um, I'm I'm an insecure twenty mid twenties babe, and I'm working on it. I'm always working on it. I will never say that I've arrived, um, but what I can say is that I've definitely come far because it's not easy, it's definitely not easy, and like I said, I'm still a plus size babe, I'm gonna have the insecurities, like they're going to be there, because society never praises us how we look, um, but if you're listening, I just pray that you find peace in how you look, I pray that you find peace in what God has called you to do, and I pray that you find peace internally, before you, you know, look for results externally, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please do share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues. And even if you didn't enjoy it, still share it because it could bless somebody else. <laughs> Until next time, bye.